0: Good job. What do you drink? Are you drinking apple juice? Sweet tea.
1: It's a Oklahoma sweet tea.
0: Yeah, I think it's actually Kentucky. Is it? Well, that is.
2: Alright, Lennon.
1: How you doing back there, man? Good. <clears throat> Good afternoon, Lennon. Lennon had a formal last night. Does the uh, word dance go with formal or I, is it just a formal?
0: So I think I think it's a geographic deal. We don't call them formals here. We call them dances. Well, this was listed on your website as a formal. That's stupid. Well, it's a dance. Yeah. Did you, did you, though, in fact, dance? No. <sighs> he didn't dance. We should have been chaperones. The, I did, if there was a volunteer list for that, I, I would have. I would, I would have. <laughs> so we had a, uh, at, at, our, at our school, we had a glow dance party, right? We blacked out all the windows. With or without the ecstasy. No ecstasy. Um, no illicit narcotics or drugs in any form.
1: You know, ecstasy is not a narcotic. You're, I don't know are I, a nurse. I,
0: I mean, I don't know how you would what you classify ecstasy or MDMA is. I don't know what you would classify it as. I guess I mean a hallucinogen, it's a, a, or a just a, a disassociative. Yeah, but it's not an narcotic. Yeah. So anyway, no illegal drugs. No drugs. No drugs. Anyway, we had the this glow party, and I helped chaperone it, and I was the MC, dance motivator. Wow. And it,
1: did you did you get some no. boys to um, ask some girls to dance?
0: Well, there's really no gender specificity, specificity to mm. it. What? The GoPro shut
1: off. Oh, good. You know why? Because you didn't plug
0: it in. GoPro's not plugged in. GoPro? I see that now. The error of his ways. Anyway. Um, Plug the GoPro in, Lemon. No, I support uh, w- women advancing men to dance and men advancing women to dance and I guess everything in between.
1: Why don't you just just hold the cable? Oh, just step in front of the camera. Okay. Did you think that that... How's it good Oh, butterfingers. We're live right now. It's
0: raining meatballs. Oh, this was like fourth and fifth grade. I was thinking thinking eighth grade. We don't have that at our school. No. Stops at seven. You don't have eighth grade.
1: Like the, like the school stops at seven. Yes. Everybody, and then they get a job? No. Or you mean their middle school stops at seven, and then you have our like junior high.
0: school, the school that we oh. own and run. What's the name of that again? Basecamp Hybrid School. Basecamp
1: Hybrid. We'll put a link. It's pretty cool. You can support it.
0: Send them some money. Yeah, and uh, also send kind letters to the city of Mustang because they are very anti-alternative education and are still doing everything they can to shut us down. I thought that that was resolved. No. Nope. Mm. With the uh, with the possibility of that grant that Brenna talked to you about, mm-hmm. we're talking about building a shop and right. adding a 7th and 8th grade class. Well, I'm down. I think we're going to have to hire an attorney, though.
1: Yeah. Everybody should have an attorney. I mean, we have an attorney
0: that's overlooked the books and stuff, but as far as, like, fighting the city because they don't, um, or at least the one person we've been in contact with, a director of development.
1: Every man should have three people on speed dial and on retainer. Okay. Who are they? Do you remember? Uh, I'm, I'm going to assume an attorney is one. An attorney is one. Okay. An accountant. All right. And a therapist. If you get those three yeah. on speed dial and on some form of retainer, you 're gonna well, be I'm, somewhat protected I'm batting. you're gonna be broke I'm batting 300 three yeah Okay. Right. well it's close enough it's better than it's better than batting bat batten, batten zero so the other day um, you you know I run that paramedic program and um, we, we our students practice everything with gloves and we're about ready to run some simulations for some paramedic but anyway I asked a student uh, I said what kind of gloves are those and they 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 were very thick. And they were they were just not the same type of gloves that I normally see. I said, should, "Let me see what those are. Give me the box." And they give me the box, and letting you get that picture up, and they show this 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 box right here. And this this is my this is my office at OSU. You don't judge me. And what do you notice about that box that
0: stands out, dude? How long ago was this? This was about three weeks ago, three four weeks ago. So probably simultaneously to you finding this. I was at work getting ready to do a warrant service, and the officer in command said, "Everybody, have your fentanyl gloves staged." But what does that mean?
1: What does fentanyl protection mean? I posted this on Facebook, and, and you, you, I know that you, you know we've already chatted well, about I know exactly. But what that is that? Means. that? What it's, is, a,
0: it's a commercial marketing tactic because right now the the hot topic is fentanyl and inadvertent exposure and first responders. The hot topic, what, with the news or with it's the But it's, it's all over the media, but yeah. that is fueling the fear from police officers, firefighters, even EMS yeah. providers, um, teachers. Everybody is deathly so, afraid of fentanyl. So we teach our students universal precautions
1: or, um, what's the other word for it? Standard precautions. Standard precautions. And, and, The purpose of that is everybody's got AIDS,
0: right? That's the way we look at it. Well, it's Some form of communicable disease, but yeah. Right, we
1: just look at everybody like they have... Assume that they can. Right. Their blood, their spit, their vomit, everything. Everything's infected, so we treat every patient... um, Universal. ...with gloves. And it wasn't like that back in the day. I mean, the old-timers that we talked to say, oh, they'd run these trauma calls with their bare hands, and they're just covered in blood, which is pre pre- HIV sure and so most of the universal precautions really does come from HIV so I wasn't really just yeah single out AIDS um, but that's what that's what we teach them mm-hmm. right and so first thing to do seeing safe BSI put your gloves on uh, you know if it's a if it's something crazy put a put a respirator on if you think mm-hmm. they're gonna vomit have eye protection yep
0: um, even even a gown
1: and so our, our gloves that we've protection. been using over the last 30 years, protect us from HIV and hepatitis mm-hmm. and any other bloodborne pathogens is this box telling us that the regular gloves protect us from from tiny little viruses but they don't protect us from fentanyl and so we need to buy this box
0: yeah no it doesn't say that at all i think that this just says those words, this does in fact protect from fentanyl and it's a 300% markup it it probably it and prob- it's a marketing it, it
1: probably is and so over the years um the 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 stories over the last 3 or 4 years um, the stories have just gotten out of control and so when i posted this i think it had a caption of like this is this is this is just getting out of control now uh-huh. um, because the media which we'll talk about them in a minute, but the, the media as we know, with politics or with just about anything, they'll do anything to get ratings, right? And they'll run with a story if it's sensationalized. And obviously you have certain journalists out there that are um, they're journalistic investigators, right? They're gonna publish a piece on some type of actually actual journalism. But most of the stuff that we see on TV, especially on your local news, is done by beat reporters. Right, and so these are people who like their job is just to show up, and you see them driving around town in their van with the antenna and everything, and just searching for a story. Mm-hmm. This is where you, you you get the people on the side of the road and like, oh my god, this house just burned down. What do you think about that? And they just find usually the 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 poorest no teeth, and the dumbest person that they can possibly find. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you know what was the guy who was, bam bam? Yeah. What was I? I was thinking that. What was that guy's name? Hatch, was,
0: Hatchet Kai. The, the, His name was Kai, and he killed yeah. me with that But yeah. I, I think the most famous one is Ain't Nobody Got Time for That. Which, which was right down the street Which here. was here in Oklahoma. Uh,
1: ain't Nobody Got Time for That. that. something I'll, brown
0: I'll, or something, I think?
1: Right. I'll, I'll put that up. But the...
0: I got this Ain't nobody got time for
1: that. And so I don't know if to, if I need to blame them more or law enforcement. Okay. We're so, going to look at... No, no, no.
0: Well, yeah. I, th- I think that we're probably three or four minutes into this video at this point, And this is going to be a very crucial timeline where people are going to click away or they're going to hang out with
1: us. I'm already pissed off.
0: And I think that I do not blame law enforcement, first responders, firefighters, any of it, because they are acting out of fear of what they've been taught. And the the media does certainly sensationalize it, but this is a weed that didn't get put out early enough and I think that throughout today we're going to figure out that the science does not support it mm-hmm. and that in fact it is impossible to have a powder fentanyl exposure at the level that we're seeing
1: respiratory or sub or transdermal. Um, or tra- transdermal right right and, and we've so got, the, and now we've got right. some good
0: anecdotal evidence and some good um, actually scientific evidence and stuff to support our claims on those.
1: Yep. Yeah. So today's May 6th. The goal day, is one, one, to educate. One, We're going to educate
0: and decrease the fear.
1: Well, that's your goal. I'm going to I'm going to be pissed off. But Not, today's Mar- uh, May 6th, and it's one day post Cinco de Mayo.
0: Two days post May the 4th be with you.
1: I was listening to a radio show the other day, and some guy Three called up and post. he said, Hey, my name's a, a Star Trek Dan from Tampa. He's on the show I listen to down in Florida.
0: And the host said, "Oh well, may the fourth be with you," and he really got mad. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. did the, the Star Trek versus Star Wars? People. Yeah. And it, full it, disclosure: could, I haven't seen any Star Trek ever in my entire life. Well, that's upsetting. And I've also haven't seen anything besides the OG Star Wars,
1: Star Trek. A lot of people, a lot of. If you really look at it, it's one of the most scientifically accurate uh, sci-fi great. sci-fi shows. No, that, I don't. That, I do that It's I'm just like, it some, some of the stories are a little bit yeah. stupid, but. Um, Lennon, Lennon, I got you back there, and we got some stories that are piped up. And um, in my opinion, this this first story. So pull up that um, uh, the the very first one that was to the left. Hold on. Yeah. So this one right here. So this is out of Los Angeles, and um, uh, this uh, this is Fox Eleven out of Burbank, and so it's it's a little over a year old. It's got sixteen million views. Yeah, and to kind of set the stage,
0: I mean that's pretty f- good. Fentanyl, illicit fentanyl use in the United States is wild. Not only are people overprescribed opioids and are addicted to them, but they're using illegal fentanyl. Fentanyl is being used to cut cocaine and heroin and all these things. So there's incidental fentanyl um, overdoses where parties get an eight ball of cocaine and eight people uh, do this cocaine and all of them OD from Right. This cocaine that, that is cut with fentanyl.
1: Yeah, so yeah. so you make a good point. There should probably be a, 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 a b- before we get into um, breaking any of this down. F- fentanyl. What's the difference between an opioid and an opiate? Why don't you tell us? So, the the, the they, they use a lot of um, in, in a, inaccurate uh, vocabulary in here, but uh, so, something that is an opiate is something that is naturally derived, something like like morphine mm-hmm. or heroin that comes straight from. Um, uh, poppy, right? Sure. Uh, it, it's it's naturally derived, and um, we 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 call them opiates. Uh, an opio An opioid is a synthetic. So fentanyl is something that is made in the lab. Uh, it's it's synthetically derived, mm-hmm. um, and so you don't have to call it a synthetic opioid. And a lot of these folks they call it synthetic opioids because right. fentanyl, by definition, opioid already is synthetic,
0: which is also why like a normal suds or a serum urine drug screen comes back negative for opiate if somebody has been using a synthetic narcotic. Right. So even something like Loritab or hydrocodone or oxycodone, those are still derived from poppy. Mm-hmm. So you will have a positive tox screen for heroin or Loratab or Percocet or oxycodone, or any of the others. Sure, things like fentanyl and carfentanyl, and some of the other synthetics, Dil- dilated, dilated, those won't come up. Those won't right. won't hit positive on a just a basic serum urine drug screen.
1: Sure, and so you you have the original opiates that have been around forever and have already done a great job of killing millions of people uh, uh, around the world, and. Along comes the synthetic stuff like fentanyl and dilaudid. Um, fentanyl has been given uh, pre-hospitally by paramedics around the world for 20, 20 plus years probably. Sure. sure. Um, and we we typically like to give it for pain, for sedation, for a little bit of blunting somebody's you know sympathetic response. Right. These these types of things, a little advanced there, but uh, mainly we're giving we're giving it for pain, and it is. We, we we like it better than morphine because it doesn't make people as nauseous, it doesn't drop their blood pressure as, as much, mm-hmm. and so it's, it's it's very commonly given. Most ambulances that you see across the country have fentanyl on the ambulance in a liquid form in a vial to be given IV to somebody, right? And so, and and, and the same thing for dilated, which is a little less out in the field, but every hospital would would carry something like that. And we know that these things are dozens of times or hundreds of times more potent than um, morphine in terms of volume and uh, mass to its intended therapeutic effect. It doesn't take as much fentanyl to get to the same therapeutic effect as it does with uh, something like morphine. I know that you know this. I'm just kind of... Sure. Dilaudid is
0: about 10 times more potent than morphine. Okay. I, I mean, essentially you could say that ten milligrams of morphine is is almost one milligram of Dilaudid. Okay. It, is kind of yeah. how the comparison comes to. Ma- fentanyl comes in microgram
1: doses. Right. Way you're talking hundreds hundreds of times more more potent, right? Right. I mean, because it's 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 thousandth of less in mass to get kind of the same therapeutic effect. Mm-hmm. And that's not really relevant to, to to our patient care, but it is for this story because we know that yes, fentanyl given IV is far more concentrated, right, right. and uh, f- f- far more potent. And so, if you gave somebody a milligram of fentanyl, you'd kill them very very quickly. Yeah, that would be uh, essentially
0: or, a thousand micrograms, right? Or when, when, when I
1: say kill them, you'd put the, you'd put them to sleep almost instantaneously. Yeah, and so what what um. Kind of, kind of what we talked about a couple of weeks ago in the in the other episode with ketamine that it that it's not really the ketamine that kills them, it's the it's the hypoxia, it's the it's it's not breathing central nervous system. So depression. these 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 drugs slow down somebody's central nervous system, mainly on their autonomic system and their involuntary stuff, which includes their spontaneous breathing. Yeah, it's not right? necessarily
0: that it's toxic in the sense that you're kidneys are going to fail or your blood's going to turn into acid and leak out of your body. It's that there's right. going to be side effects that come along to it, and we should be prepared to manage those. Right.
1: And so any paramedic, nurse, physician should should be able to uh, administer those drugs, manage a patient's airway, uh, and it's no big deal. But if I took fentanyl out right now and put it in a water gun, uh, the, stuff that, the, the same stuff that I have in the truck, and I took all of the volume out and dumped it all in a water gun and 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 started walking around and shooting you and mm-hmm. Lennon back there with with a, with fentanyl. It's not going to do anything. It most likely is not going to do anything at all, sure. uh, other than piss you off. And so, and we know this because we spilled it all over us before. We yeah. We had, I mean, I think that, I was going to say
0: I haven't been squirted with a fentanyl water gun, but as a matter of fact, just a couple of weeks ago in a helicopter. I mean, how often do you? pre-draw up meds before transport. You know, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, It's right. not uncommon for me to draw up 250 micrograms of fentanyl and five milligrams of Versed and put a cap on the end of it and put it in my, my flight suit or something. Sure. And, and as a matter of fact, I squirted about 200 m- micrograms of fentanyl on the inside of my... I knew you were a squirter. <laughs> on the inside of my flight suit, I had it in my scrub, you know, cup, tap, top mm-hmm. pocket. And do you think... That it is more likely to absorb transdermally a liquid fentanyl or a powder fentanyl. Probably the liquid. Okay, so yeah. two hundred micrograms, and you didn't die, and I did wow. not, in fact, die. That's I crazy. think I got a little bit of high.
1: And so, and so. <laughs> Right, and so I'm really just kind of setting the stage, and sure. so yeah. So the 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 point is that, that we give it, we we know that it's more potent
0: intravenously it, or intramuscularly, it, if you will. Right, but, but mostly
1: right. intravenously, which is going to be the most rapid absorption rate we could possibly give by giving mm. it to somebody the uh, IV, IV. And um, so out in the recreational world. Uh, there over the last 10 15 years fentanyl has somehow turned into this powder format and people snort it they shoot it they they mm-hmm. do all kinds of different things um, to get a high or uh, uh, to get whatever their intended effects are f- f- from from sure. from the drug and somewhere in that time frame over the last 10 or 15 years since fentanyl started to be Get synthetically created in this powder format for recreational use, um, has led to this hysteria that we have now. And I would argue that ninety nine percent of the people in this country don't think that it's hysteria. You sure. do. Mm-hmm. I do. A lot of the people who watch this channel who are paramedics and stuff like that, they they get it. They see when I post that picture, they're like, oh, I get the joke. But a lot of people, my family members, they don't—they don't get the joke. They don't even right. get the joke when they look at that. Let them pull that picture back up. They—they—they they, they don't. Oh, you don't—you don't have it anymore. It's fine. Well,
0: and I think that I—I I don't even think that it's the general public. I think that probably closer to greater than ninety percent of law enforcement, because we're really gonna let's get, right. You know, well, I kind just mean making, people out uh, there. Yeah. We we're talking about law enforcement a lot in this because they're the ones that are sensationalized the most. We're not seeing, we're not seeing healthcare providers. Drop right. over and get Narcaned in hospitals right. and ambulances and everything. We're seeing law enforcement officers, and it's because they have been told that if you come into contact with and there's that picture that floats around that's a penny, and then there's like a single grain of fentanyl that's the smaller than you know uh, that's a tiny little uh, comparison to the size of the penny. And if you right. come into contact with that, that's enough fentanyl to kill everybody in the room. Like there's that that saying that goes around. So they're terrified. Mm-hmm. They are it's equivalent to walking down a road and thinking that an IED is going to go off at any moment. They're thinking I could arrest somebody or I could search a vehicle and inadvertently be exposed to a a, a tiny 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 you little You can pull that up, Lennon. Uh, tiny little particle of fentanyl and that mm-hmm. is enough to kill me. Right. And, and just so a friend. few
1: years ago I was at a conference in another state on the east side of the east side of the country and I saw I sat through a paramedic, who gave a presentation and showed that that very very picture. And so um, I think Lynn's is going to pull it up here uh, in just a second. Yeah, and so this is the picture that I've seen, and what the source is on this, I don't know because <laughs> yeah. if you if you kind of go through, there's there are many many different uh, pictures. And well, so honest
0: Abe's crying about it right now. Anyway, so
1: yeah, and so. When when you look at that amount of fentanyl, it says deadly amount of fentanyl. So that if you measure the mass of that fentanyl, let's say that that is, let's say that that's fifty micrograms. You know, 50 one thousandths of a gram mm-hmm. uh, in, in in mass. If I give that to you to a patient IV fifty micrograms, any adult, it's not going to kill them. No, it's not going to make them drowsy.
0: That's a safe shock dose. I would give 50 right. micrograms to somebody who has a MAP of 60 right. millimeters and of And that's mercury. somebody okay with that.
1: who we're yeah. giving it to IV.
0: Right, right.
1: So, which is the fastest way that that's going to get into your bloodstream. Mm-hmm. If I take that powder and put it on my hand right here,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it will go in to my bloodstream but it will probably take 12 hours to do so. And it would have to be kind of pressed up against it Mm -hmm. and probably mixed with some other type of um, uh, um, liquid to help it get through. And that's Mm -hmm. exactly how our patches are made. So people Mm -hmm. who have fentanyl patches have that powder. Yeah, but it's built, more
0: than 50 micrograms. Right.
1: Also, and, they put it, and they put it on their chest or on hour, their arm 12 hour. and it takes them all day. And all that does is give them a tiny little bit of taking the edge off mm-hmm. of whatever pain they're in. On, on a side note, I went to the Walmart down in Norman a couple years ago with a paramedic student on a call. This lady was doing cartwheels and she was flipping out. And then she, um, and then she she stopped breathing, and you know one of the great things about a paramedic student is, is making sure that they, um, you know, lift up somebody's shirt and look at their back and look at their belly. And I said, I don't know, man, let's let's uh, let's lift their shirt up and you know see see if she's, what her skin looks like. Lifted up their shirt, she had like thirty fentanyl patches, <laughs> yeah, on, on her on her chest, and she still wasn't even dead. She yeah. was just
0: well, we'll see. You know, people will chew on a fentanyl patch patch. They'll put yeah. it in their mouth and chew on it, and it can. Absorb more rapidly, but it's still like you said. It's going to take. I mean, they may have, you know, five patches on their, right <laughs> underneath right. their breasts and shoulders and all those others. So, to clarify,
1: when you see this stupid picture, it's a very stupid. Picture, I would have to liquefy that powder that you see there, and then I would have to rapidly administer it to a newborn, and then maybe it would kill the newborn. Yeah. And only if the newborn stopped breathing long enough it would and not, their
0: airway closed. And their airway closed. So yeah.
1: so <laughs> setting the stage for um, fentanyl does not get absorbed through your skin that way. It does not and and then even if it did, it would be so slow that it's not going to cause anything any any respiratory depression it's not going to cause altered mental status it's certainly mm. not going to cause somebody to fall over like one of them fainting goats like we're going to see what in about, a second it doesn't um, do any of that
0: what, what are you what what about the like the scarface scenario where there's a you know there's a a, a little baggie of fentanyl that somebody drops and it goes Poof. is that enough for them to uh, need, so,
1: so, so, so the the people who in, are inhale, inhaling a powder, concern. so th- that that's enough to probably get
0: somebody high, if that. And though, so, because what I'm saying is that that when people are, are breaking the fentanyl tablets into a powder to be snorted or smoked, it's not it's no longer at the same concentration right. that our liquid is, which would be like 50 micrograms in you know, a lot of times it comes 250 and five, 250 micrograms mm-hmm. and five mLs, right? Which kind of comes to 50 micrograms per milliliter. But it's no longer that concentration when it's in a powder, because if you if you sold somebody that amount of powder and they snorted it and then they died, then you wouldn't be able to sell it anymore. So it's, it's very right. diluted in this powder. So if somebody has cut, a-
1: Cut, as we cut, say. Yeah,
0: cut. So if somebody has a- trash bag full of cut fentanyl and they drop it on the ground and it goes into the mm-hmm. air right. and you happen to inhale a couple of those particles or even a a, a dust cloud right. it's not going to be enough so i tell my officers if you see any white powder don't lick it <laughs> yeah so when when and and, <laughs> and, just, and, and, a, saying, and a
1: last thing a clarification before we play this video is is um when people snort cocaine, some people snort heroin, mm. some people snort fentanyl, they do that so that the drug is absorbed into the blood vessels in na- their the sinus na- cavities. The nasal mucosa. Not mm-hmm. going into their lungs right. and then somehow crossing the alveoli into your baby little capillaries. They're sure. going to the bloodstreams that are up here. And you have to forcefully... You Your body is not designed to just have foreign objects be sniffed up into your... Into your um, uh, nasal sinuses, nasal yeah. cavity uh, at that concentration, um, so you would have to yeah. yeah, it'd be a lot really do that, and I even mean, at even that, you're, you're
0: just going to get high. Even if you're gumming them and right. stuff, it's going to take a, a significant amount.
1: Right. So that takes us to this first video, which I know there's been cases before it, but I recall this one vividly, and I believe this is what started the nightmare. This was the first one that I've seen. Um, and it doesn't always happen with cops, but we're using this because they—they're certainly is, the this most is,
0: fearful right now. I think. Right.
1: So, Lennon, did you make that a little bit bigger already? Okay. So, go, <laughs> go ahead. Go, go ahead and play it, and and we we'll, and or you could go down there, but I'd like to stay
0: up there. And
2: shocking could, body yeah. cam okay. video released tonight shocking. by the San Diego yeah, Sheriff's shocking. Department. Look at it look at how quick. Deputy he,
0: everybody the deputy. him a struggle death. hug
2: after being exposed to fentanyl. Yeah, they'll,
0: they'll,
1: they'll the deputy, replay it.
2: Saved by his partner, who was equipped. With a life-saving medicine known as Narcan.
1: Okay, and stop her right there. And so the first thing you see is you got this chick on here who's who's out of Burbank, north of L.A., and she's already set the stage that this, whatever we're about to watch, is sensational. Yep. Life-saving. Absolutely life-saving. Go ahead and play it, dude.
2: What you're about to see is difficult to watch
1: so they actually play this a a couple times
0: are they putting tires screeching sounds in the
1: background okay and so right here you see the guy's right hand and you see his left hand is there muscle tone on that guy's left hand or not yes because it's curled up there's there's muscle tone and so what we're going to come back to that i'm just noting it here go ahead and play buddy
2: Corporal Scott Crane of the San Diego County Sheriff's Department is promising his trainee. And
1: right there. When people are dead weight, and I know I'm, I'm not preaching this to you, but the people who are listening, when people are dead weight, meaning they're unconscious, they have a GCS of three, they don't respond, they don't have to be dead. But if somebody has no responsiveness whatsoever, their arms, their muscle does not have tone to it. It's it's flaccid. It's dead weight. It's like carrying a dead body up the stairs. His hands being where they are just in this first five seconds of looking at the video, that guy is not suffering from a respiratory depression problem.
0: Yeah. And and, and I would say that, you know, to be considered a a, a narcotic or an opiate overdose or whatever, you don't have to have a GCS of three necessarily. It's a GCS depressed enough that you're not breathing fast enough or you're not protecting your airway. But it, in we'll see in a lot of these videos that whenever somebody goes unconscious and falls to the ground, they like, they still protect themselves. I have no doubt that this guy may have had a, he may have, had a syncopal episode. I think that a lot of these people are having some kind of panic attack or anxiety mm. attack, and they're having a physiologic response to what's going on. But it's because they're. I don't, right. I don't necessarily think that they're faking it. Oh, I don't think any. I of these think th- that th- they're right, yep. they're having a fucking panic attack. <laughs> so so <laughs> because we've we've you know created this culture of if you come into contact with a grain of sand worth of fentanyl, you're gonna die. Right. So know? so
1: so that that's good. Let's so. When we look at somebody who has an opiate overdose, Mm -hmm. opioid doesn't matter. Somebody who's having an overdose of a of a narcotic, something okay, okay, I buy that, is going to have the signs and symptoms of. Respiratory depression. Their okay. breathing is going to slow down. Yep. They are going to get drowsy. Mm-hmm. Um, they are. They may start to get a little altered, but really not. It's just that they're very, very drowsy, mm-hmm. and um, at almost as if they, you just woke up from a from a long sleep. They're very, very drowsy, and if they get too much, they might go completely asleep. Yes. Yeah. Right? So, so the side effects of hypoxia
0: would mm-hmm. be. Kind of what you're describing, right? Right,
1: and so, but they're not going to complain of I'm short of breath. They are just going to slowly start drifting off into yep. into going to sleep. They're very lucid, and their 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 uh, uh, pupils will become pinpoint. Mm-hmm. But they don't complain of pain. They don't pass out, mm-hmm. uh, not suddenly. They don't fall over. They don't do any of these things. That from from the moment somebody gets. Too much opiates, whether it's IV or snorting it or or shooting it up, whatever. From the moment they get it till the time that they're unconscious, it's five, six, seven, eight, eight minutes. It's sure. going to take some time in, uh, between e- exposure or, or, yeah. or right. And mm-hmm. so, the, would you agree that these are the 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 signs and symptoms of an opiate overdose? Would be those things?
0: Yes, for an overdose,
1: and and and, and just for for an overdose, and excluding. A medical provider there who can check pulse ox and check a couple other things. We're just talking mm-hmm. about just looking at somebody. What are you going to see? Pinpoint pupils, yep. drowsiness, maybe
0: starting to drift off and fall asleep, yeah. Un- unable to uh, respond to verbal right. or painful stimuli. Right,
1: and over a period of five minutes or so. Yep. Right. This is
0: not an anesthetic gas or a, an right. induction dose of atomidate or right. something. Right. And so, but but if we have somebody who's in a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Their
1: signs and symptoms oh, are, what are rapid those? breathing. Okay, that's the opposite. Lennon, what's the opposite of slow? Fast. My man. All right. Okay. Fast. He's going to college, dude. <laughs> Community college, but he's going to college <laughs> fast. They are going to be um, have a fast heart rate. They are okay. going to be uh, very, very anxious and jittery in yeah. the face. So what
0: about uh, I don't know. Do you notice any kind of muscle rigidity or well, anything sure. secondary well, so to hyperventilation, because of their hypocarbia? Carpal-pedal spasms, right? right? Maybe. We Maybe. could see their hands kind of do this thing. Look
1: that up, running carpal-pedal spasms. And so because they're breathing so fast, so human mm-hmm. beings, I can't just sit here and breathe 60 times a minute. I could try. It's C-A-R-P-A-L. Oh, Lennon, I was just kidding. You don't have to look at that. That was a joke. So if if I sat here, I'm supposed to be breathing 20 times, 20 to 25 times a minute right now. If I tried to breathe 60 times a minute just to prove a point, Mm -hmm. I could, and then I would pass out. And because yeah. kids used to do this all the time, let's try to breathe mm-hmm. into a bag 55 times. And and the reason is, is because the more uh, um, carbon dioxide that you build up in your blood, eventually you're going to get to that hypercarbic state. Mm-hmm. You're going to get this muscle rigidity in your fingertips and in your toes and paresthesia and the tingling. The tingling. Mm-hmm. And um, eventually- Everything's going black. And, and, and so for people who aren't the paramedics that are listening to this call, me and Zach and any other paramedic, who's ever worked on an ambulance before, has sat there on scene and watched um, a, a, t- a young teenager who's flipping out, got in a fight with their mom, and they're they're breathing a million times a minute, and you're like, please calm down. Listen, you've got to try to calm down. Let's try to you're control gonna your breathing. You're
0: going to pass out. <laughs> and
1: if you don't, you're going to pass out. And at some point, as a paramedic or a physician, sometimes you look at them and go just... Yeah. All right. And, you're, and, and you're, a lot of you're times gonna, it's, you're going to pass out, and I'm going to let
0: you. If they haven't even complained of it yet, it, it almost works that you're a magic maker. If you say your face is probably getting really tingly right now, your hands are probably starting to cramp up, and they're like, "Oh my god, he's right," and I'm like, right. "It's because you're breathing way too fast. We need to Right. focus." And so, what do you do? It's co- mental co- coaching it's, through it's, some breathing. Yeah. Right. We, they're well, not shorter breath. We don't have them breathe in a we paper don't. bag anymore. We we we, we used to. You, could, we, put we, a, we you could put a you could put a non rebreather on at two liters a minute, right? And so also not probably not a part of your protocol, but.
1: right? And so as, as as long as we're clear that it, 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 the opiate overdose uh, an overdose meaning a massive dose that's going mm-hmm. to kill you uh, somehow by causing you to stop breathing, slowing you down. It, it's slowing everything down, and it's doing it slowly. It's slowly right. slowing right. you down. Whereas opposed to a panic attack, somebody has a mental s- thing that's taking place, and a few seconds later, they're either they're flipping out or they've straight up yeah. they they straight up fainted. When you say syncope episode, mm-hmm. they've straight up fainted. Yeah. Right. So these are the two and, and things and I, that we're trying to look
0: for. And it's it's also I think it's important to mention, especially for anybody who's never experienced a panic attack or an anxiety attack that a lot of times they are not controllable once you get to that point. They're not faking it. Like they're having a real physiologic reaction to this anxiety attack. Absolutely. Typically caused from the tachypnea or something like that, or the the fast breathing or something like that. But once they get into it, the more they think about it, the worse it gets. Oh, absolutely. It's
1: a cascading exponential effect, just gets worse and worse. And so you're 100% right, Uh, an opiate overdose is real. But so too is a panic attack. Exactly. So, let it, let it, uh, go 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 ahead and go ahead and play it.
2: David five Fei. Look he's at his look at his hands. Let his hand. him die he's after five Fei was exposed he's to fentanyl. Mouth closed, right? His mouth is closed. Drugs at the scene of an in early July. That discovery caught on Fei Fei's own body cam just minutes earlier. Yeah, it's, it's
1: that's a counter. nice car. Uh, cocaine
0: or fentanyl. Tested positive more.
2: for fentanyl. The synthetic opioid is fifty synthetic times opioid. more potent than heroin.
0: Synthetic Fif- opioid. It's just an opioid. Yep, Doesn't but have. it's also fifty times more potent than heroin. I guess um, just a
2: few small grains
0: can have right.
2: deadly consequences. I don't know how they're comparing their heroin case, because the exposure and to it. That's you
0: know pretty pretty broad array of um, good and positive. So heroin's a pretty broad concentration. I mean, that's why people overdose on it is that sometimes they get heroin that's more concentrated and sometimes they get it that's less concentrated. So I don't know how they necessarily say that it's 50 times more potent than heroin, but I understand what they're saying is that it is, you you could not do the same amount of heroin as you could the same uh, of fentanyl, Right. right? It takes less fentanyl to get as high as it would with
1: heroin. Right. Okay. So this is the officer, I'm sorry, this is the deputy, San Diego County. And I'm sure this is a good dude, and I want everybody to emphasize this exactly yeah, what Zach that, that 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 Zach is saying. We are we are products of what we are taught. This guy is not full of crap. He's not a bad dude. He, I don't think he's faking anything that you see, um, but he's 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 a victim of poor education, most likely. But he's sitting here, and um, he he's already knows that he's been exposed to a white powdery substance. And that he, tested
0: positive for fentanyl. They right. just finished testing it, and it right. tested positive for fentanyl.
1: And now he knows that. And now he didn't he know that knows. five seconds ago, but exactly. now he knows that. So go ahead and play, buddy. So he's sitting there. He's awake. He's mo- look at how good he's him. moving. He he's infant. he's not he respiratory depressed. And then all of a sudden, his arms are out, and, you can, and you, you can you can you can watch that over and over again. You can go back and play that again, dude. Just watching him fall over. It. it one of the ways that pause one of the ways that paramedics because we deal with fakers all the time and I'm not saying he's faking it, but we deal with fakers all the time. one of the number one ways that you can prove that somebody's faking whether or not they're asleep just like I used to do in London when he was little and he doesn't know it, is is hold their hand over their face right and oh let it God. go and
0: people just instinctively. also not, a, also not approved any longer. <laughs> Right, right, and
1: I'm not saying that it's necessarily appropriate, but it's one way to prove, yeah, if they it,
0: protect themselves, if the hand right. does not fall right on right, their face, and where
1: that backfires is when it does hit them in the face and you're like, "Oh my God, <laughs> I just I just let this guy punch himself on accident. Um, but ninety nine percent of the time they move their arm to the side yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're still they're still there. It's the same thing with falling. And one can make the, the, the argument, unless you're really, really good at it, it's the same thing with peeing yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, mo- most often, uh, it, it's pretty hard to fake peeing yourself, and it's really <laughs> hard to fake falling over uh, as well. And so um, when people fall over who truly have, um, um, where they're just unconscious- Syncopized. Uh, a, a, a seizure- or a stroke, or or some of these types mm-hmm. of things,
0: they fall over and they get very, very injured. That traumatic loss of consciousness they because just, they don't protect themselves. Because they, they don't
1: protect themselves. And if you watch this, you guys, I'll put the link to this video down in the description, but when, so you can play it over and over again. But when you watch this dude fall, you can see him trying to Hit catch his first. balance, and he's not going to let his head smash the ground. Go ahead. And there's there there's that there's that tiny little catch right there where he's where he catches himself. He
2: was, Odeen. Corporal Crane was equipped with
1: a nasal his partner's there
2: a prescription medicine that rapidly reverses the effects of an overdose
1: and all he can still, think of is his training more. opiates he narcan look at that dude's course. eyes open they're dead human. straight his head is dead straight no, none of which would be
0: happening he's, in. he's having I a panic trying. attack absolutely if I'd have walked up if I'd have walked up and had no knowledge of anything else I'd have, I'd have thought all right let's talk let's talk about this.
1: And, and, it, and it is emotional to watch because his yeah. partner saying don't die yeah. you're not going to die and
2: deputy 5i taken by ambulance overdosing again and again on his way to the hospital yeah so they just Without keep blasting him with narcan, narcan he knows
0: you see him holding his, his there, there's and this so overdose, also just from a, a for David people David, who I'm aren't David. familiar with naloxone or narcan because can go it, it's one. pretty it, it, you know it's like being given out freely without prescriptions and stuff now, but historically it's been utilized by paramedics. Right. And the indication to give Narcan or Naloxone is an opiate or opioid overdose that is resulting in respiratory depression or a failure to protect their airway. And it is a max of four milligrams is what it was in the past, but it was mm-hmm. usually given in 0.04 milligram right. doses.
1: I give it in point 0.1 doses.
0: But. And, and but it's given an incremental doses until they start protecting their airway or start breathing enough to right. maintain an O2 sat or a normal entitled capnography. The problem with blasting grandma who's accidentally taken too much Norco mm-hmm. with four milligrams of Narcan is it also works on the same receptors that your natural endorphins do. So on top of it, kicking all of the opiate off of these receptors, it kicks off all the natural pain receptors as well. Mm -hmm. So if somebody who is not in fact having an opiate overdose, or maybe they are, and you give them these hefty doses of Narcan, they're going to hurt afterwards. Mm -hmm. They're going to be in pain and they're, and they're going to be th- pissed and, off. And, and, and oftentimes they're going to vomit everywhere. If it's a true opiate reversal, they'll vomit everywhere. Um, a lot of times they're angry mm. or, or, or agitated or whatever. But one of the biggest telltale signs of an opiate reversal with a massive blast of Narcan is that they vomit everywhere. Right,
1: right. Absolutely. Yeah. And so you, you make you make a good point because there's there's one thing we left out. I would say that out of if if I run a 911 calls where an opiate overdose has taken place, maybe thirty of them are treated with Narcan mm-hmm. because
0: they're not at that point yet. And probably so, so not even t- extreme dose of so Narcan.
1: you show up and you look at the person and you're like, what's the matter? Oh, well, I, I, I took I
0: took, I took, too
1: I took twenty oxycodones. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let me <laughs> check you out. You know, I'm not going to say, hold on, lay down here and give you Narcan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so even
0: e- even and, at that. And, so and so I guess you know synthetic narco- or sy- synthetic uh, opioids. <laughs> so you just are just, or just opioids in in general. Yeah. But it, synthetic mm-hmm. um, do- will require higher doses of Narcan. Right.
1: Right. So what what's this one? This is the second one that that you that you had up here. Um, this is out of Phoenix. This is four months ago, so this isn't that long ago, but it, it's only got fifteen thousand views. Letting uh, Letting go ahead and make that one a little bit bigger, and then and then play that one.
0: Oh, I know this one. I made a video about yeah, this yeah, but before. I think she's in Florida. I, th- I it says this says Fox Ten Phoenix, but I think oh, okay. this is a Florida
3: yeah. deputy. This is absolutely heart stopping. To Tavares. Watch. So so, Cameron,
1: so I Florida I made a video
0: office a, a, a a little short
1: about this one, and so this this lady. Stop,
3: The Tavares police officer discovered drugs on a passenger and the officer then had trouble breathing and collapsed. Fellow officers quickly administered Narcan. This
1: likely, I remember this one and you can see how fast she breathes. Yeah, but why does it...
3: Handling of the drugs, but they believe the wind blew the fentanyl. Okay, let it back it up. Right, pause. Okay, so
1: when you see her laying on the ground, because she's got her vest off and she's got some real tight, like a under armor or something mm-hmm. on, you can re- look at her belly, sure. like right at her stomach, and see how many times you see it go up and down in this two seconds that we're gonna see this. Okay, go ahead, buddy.
3: I was wearing gloves at the time, practicing safe handling of the drugs.
1: One, but they two, th- the so so believed- I, I saw it go or two or three yeah. times in like one second. So she's breathing 70, 80 times a minute. And you can see it later on, too. She's doing the same thing. How, fa- how yeah. often do we normally breathe? Less than 20, 20 10 to 20. 20, time, 20 times a minute. Um, and maybe if she's, you know, running a call like this, she's breathing 25 times a minute, yeah. but not 70 times a minute. Yeah. Go ahead, dude.
3: Threw the fentanyl into her face, and she may have been. here, okay, she's wide awake, the looking around. She is okay and should be back at work later this week.
0: So, in in instances like that, if that is the amount of fentanyl that it takes to debilitate a person,
1: we wouldn't have any more drugies left.
0: Well, why is there only one person on each of these scenes that has this exposure? And there's another one that has two, but why didn't the perp, why aren't they overdosed? Why aren't other officers, like, why is it? Usually, I. I think sometimes the, the
1: bad guy in these looks at them is like, "Damn that, that person can't hold their fentanyl or something." I don't, I don't know. I think they must be thinking like, "What in the world? What in the world wrong with them?" But um, I, I think that we could.
4: Re-educate. Wonder, I wonder if we, we could can have reeducate like a random, and, and
1: randomized I- control trial with fake powder and real powder out in the field and, <laughs> and see who passes out. So this one. Um, um, this one's three or four years ago. It's got eight million views. That's pretty good. So it says, "Officer collapses while packing up drug evidence." So he's in a—he's back at the station. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like he's got gloves on. They're obviously not fentanyl protection gloves, uh, but he's got gloves on and he—you know—he's packing up stuff and filing it away. Uh, it's only a minute long. Go ahead, go ahead and play this one, dude. Is there—is there audio to this?
0: I don't think so. It looks like a oh, closer. So he to,
1: he's turned around, he's sitting there talking, everything looks good, and then boom, all of, it looks like he got shot in the belly. It, it happened in 1 second. Yeah.
0: Something. And we're almost out down for Does the Does he pass out? Shoulder, elbow. And somebody comes to his aid. That probably he makes things worse. Oh my god, dude himself. This well, is Oklahoma.
1: That that one was pretty cut and dry. So let's look at this next one. Let go to that one that says car fentanyl. So carfentanil I mean from what I understand it's the an elephant
0: tranquilizer. Ant-
1: yeah, it's fentanyl for elephants. Um <laughs> and so I don't I don't know where this one's out of um but they're talking about this has nothing to do with accidental exposure or anything. This is just talking about how bad this this drug is for the street. So go ahead, go, go ahead and play this one, dude.
4: Of heroin and animal Sounds like a Friday night, dude.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: More than three thousand people died in the state last year from accidental overdose.
1: So you're, you're gonna see this dude laying on the street here, Lennon, and as soon as you see him pause it. And- now that looks for any paramedic, that looks like your standard dead guy or Somebody who's just not breathing—that sure. you would run on the side of the street—that doesn't look abnormal to you or I at all, but that looks yeah. drastically different from the cops that we that that we just saw. So now play, play it again. So there's a better picture that comes after this, but you can see that kid's flat belly. You can see that there is no—I well, say, kid—there is no muscle tone on whoever that is
0: at all. Go go ahead and play. it. Wait yeah. till you see this Overdosing this, this zombie p- this opioid. zombie picture in just a second. Including- all right, pause it now. <laughs> The okay. poor freaking now go to, kid in the back seat. Look in the now back
1: go seat. To the, yeah, go to the deputy. Now, you see this guy holding his head up, eyes wide open.
0: Yeah, you could probably assume that he's, he's tracking. He's got
1: muscle tone. Yeah. In it, to hold your head up, mm-hmm. takes muscle tone. Now, go to the officer that's next. And so this girl, I know it looks like she's kind of zoned out right there, but when you play it, she's actually moving her head around and mm-hmm. she's blinking and everything. And she's looking... Just dead ahead, okay? Now go back to the zombies. (laughs)
0: Zombies.
1: (laughs) Now, if you are a paramedic and you walk up to this call, Mm -hmm. you're saying, these people are all either dead or they're not breathing. Mm -hmm. When you walk up to that deputy, you're going, hey, buddy, what's the matter with you? Mm. There's a difference. this, This picture tells... The, the, it, 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 to me, to me it, 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 it just tells everything about the difference. Go, go ahead and play it. Let's see if there's any other zombies in this.
4: <laughs> this now infamous photo poor of a kid. man yeah, and you're woman right. in Ohio passed out in their car with the woman's oh. four-year-old grandson in the backseat.
1: They're not having panic attacks, I'll tell you that.
0: Heroin was laced with carfentanil. Can we describe this as a superhuman drug.
1: Superhuman. You know? Okay. Let let it go to that skepticism one. Now I love this story. You 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 pulled this story up, Zach. Where's yeah. this story out? So it says skepticism,
0: buddy. There you go. Okay. Make it bigger. So the jig is up. Uh, I.e. F- physicians, medical providers they are starting to come forward, and the media. Oh, this is over the th- specific to that video, to the San Diego video. But yeah, so like I think that there was a a. A study, an article, something publication that came out from UC Davis, right? Um, that said, hey,
1: let and pull all up be, that one that says fentanyl panic.
0: We we should all be fearful of fentanyl, but uh, so this this is a, a you know out of the, the Journal of Drug Policy here, December uh, of 2020, it was published. Yeah, that's basically hit saying, the show more right there. Go ahead. It, exactly. It's basically saying that this this, uh, this little weed of misinformation has grown into a legitimate fear, right? And so now we're seeing an increase in incidence of these things, whether they're legitimate or not legitimate. Um, but we're seeing a lot more of it, and it keeps bringing this stuff to the forefront. But there's no science to support that any of these people actually had an opioid mm-hmm. overdose. And I'd be curious to see if any of these people had a positive urine or serum drug screen, uh, afterwards because I've, I've, I've said to even all the deputies and officers I work with that if you go down after exposure to fentanyl, one of two things have happened. Either you had a panic attack or you're, you, you have intentionally ingested an opiate, opioid outside of this. Right.
1: I don't want to go down this rabbit hole too much, but people will say things are, are skeptical of publications and all the COVID stuff. I don't believe that. This is the International Journal of Drug Policy, and we separate journals into quartiles and rankings and quartiles, so there's going to be four quartiles, four quartile, four of them, and <laughs> I can't say that word. And um, the International Journal of Drug Policy in its specialty related to uh, epidemiology and polis, public policy and stuff related to drugs uh, is is – the number one journal in the world. It's a quartile one journal, and it has been for the last 15 or 20 years. So it's one of the top journals in the world. So the people that just publish
0: within this journal.
1: Right. So this isn't some Tom, it, Dick, and Harry yeah. uh, publication where you can just send in the stuff and like, boom, they're going to publish it. This is as, as as good a journal as you can get. Um, I don't know the names that are on there, but when you look at the affiliations, the first dude on there is out of... Uh, the School of Law and College of Health Sciences out of Northeastern. Mm. Second guy is out of Harvard Medical School. Mm. The third guy is out of University Hospitals out of Cleveland. Yeah,
0: but a Department of Medical Toxicology right. and Emergency Medicine. The
1: next guy is out of MIT, mm-hmm. another guy from Northeastern, and another guy from Northeastern. I, I say guy. Could, but but I mean,
0: th- but all of these. These educational institutes are across the country. I mean, you got UC San Diego, you've got uh, Boston, you got MIT and Harvard that are in Boston. You got Cleveland. So this is not a group of cohorts that are all in the same building publishing something.
1: Right. This is a collaborative effort, as we would say. And so the this is a short report, uh, which is an interesting type of publication because it's not an experiment or something like that. But we're taking experts. Uh, and doing um, a a piece, and the title is Fentanyl Panic Goes Viral, the Spread of Misinformation About Overdose Risk from from Casual Contact with Fentanyl in Mainstream and Social Media. And so let's scroll down a little bit and just look at the, um, let's scroll down and just look a little bit at what the uh, abstract here says and the results and the conclusions. So we're going to leave this here. In the background, fueled by misinformation, fentanyl panic, has people going crazy. And so um, their methods are they are compiling and characterizing mainstream and social media content published over a four-year period related to overdose risk from casual fentanyl exposure. Look at the results. And they're looking at 550 articles across the country, uh, half a million Facebook shares, getting to 70 million people, uh, and let's look at their conclusion. Health-related misinformation continues to proliferate online, hampering responses to public health crises. More evidence and more evidence-informed tools are needed to effectively challenge misinformed narratives in mainstream sure. and social media. So this comes out. And now you can go back. But up it says there. that
0: it says that the visibility by a factor of fifteen compared to corrective content, which garnered fewer than thirty thousand shares. Mm. Meaning that the corrective, like you could publish something that was misinformation, and it got you know seventy million or whatever. Seven, yeah. But then we would immediately follow it up with with my stupid picture of my fentanyl with a cor- with corrective action, and those only got thirty thousand shares. Yeah. With a potential reach of four point six million compared to seventy million.
1: So, that, so this wasn't specific to any of these stories. This is obviously looking at all casual fe- fentanyl mm-hmm. uh, is proposed or supposed. So now go to that one that says skepticism raised, and here's
0: where I said the jig is up. The media has kind of caught on,
1: and so this is out of San Diego. Now this story is specific to the San Diego the first one deputy. we looked at. Yeah, yep. right. Go ahead, buddy. The guy who fell over like a like a ton of bricks. Skepticism
4: about the
2: video of a San Diego oh, sheriff's went down. deputy who reportedly overdosed on fentanyl on accident. We first showed it to you last yeah, week. C-colon? ABC 10 News reporter Jennifer. He does. So us don't, I don't want to talk Jennifer about it. specialists tell you that his symptoms <laughs> when, don't appear. But
0: when was? It? I just want to say that, like all the providers that are wearing, all the providers are wearing masks. But I want to say that this was kind of the height of COVID. I think that this came out like 2020.
1: Yeah, but nobody else was. I think that they were probably told, you know, yeah. hey, we've had an exposure, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so they're probably like, we're, we're donning the appropriate uh, PPE because they don't know what they're walking into. Yeah, I mean,
0: because in reality, it, it could be some kind of hazardous- Yeah, they wouldn't know. You know, like so- I mean, they, I'd probably, should, if
1: I got dispatched to that call- To possible exposure of some sort. Yeah, i probably would- That's would, not a bad idea. Get, go ahead, dude.
4: Lindsay, that's exactly right. There are a lot of questions being raised about how exactly this happened. We are still waiting on the sheriff's department to release the full report, which was expected mm-hmm. to happen sometime today. Sheriff's mm-hmm. The dramatic video that made headlines nationwide now raising concerns from some health experts.
0: I would say there's zero chance that it
1: was Caused by uh, fentanyl exposure uh, in this case. Zero. Monday,
4: Professor Leo Bolotsky with the UC San Diego School of Medicine statement. weighed in on the body cam video released last week, where a San Diego sheriff's deputy is seen falling to the ground after reportedly coming oh into contact with the opioid fentanyl while he was processing drugs at a scene. He was given Narcan to reverse the effects and has since been released from the hospital.
1: The under- sheriff said
4: Friday that he was wearing gloves at the time, but the thought was that he either inhaled or ingested the powder through the air or skin. No. You're saying it's biologically impossible to overdose to that extent that quickly just by touching the substance.
1: Yeah. Professor, <laughs> yeah. <Christy>
4: said <laughs> fentanyl would take much <laughs> longer to overdose on, either through the skin or by breathing it in.
0: You would need to be in a room where Lots of powder was constantly in the air for hours in order to start ingesting. man, that sounds like a party. um, To experience
1: these Like blowing the money? I just love
0: love how. Are not
1: consistent with an opioid overdose.
4: Medical toxicologist (laughs) Dr. Ryan Marino with the University (laughs) Hospitals of Cleveland said an overdose would result in a loss of
1: Well, good on ABC10 for running this story. Hell yeah. Whoever they are. is, Is breathing on his own. He is maintaining his airway. Um, even looking up close at his eyes, which are open, which Look would at. also be and kind that, of those are all things we just He doesn't said, have the pinpoint pupils that we would expect to see. Um, he never kind of loses his coloring, doesn't turn kind of blue.
4: He suggested that the deputy may have experienced an episode of severe panic.
1: Oh, According there you go. The I
4: got goosebumps, toxicology, dude. The drug must enter the blood and brain from the environment. Toxicity cannot occur from simply being in proximity to the drug.
0: It gives people, I didn't know there was an American uh, College uh, of Medical Toxicology. Of what uh, an opioid overdose looks like. I think it unnecessarily stresses out first responders and okay. other people who may be in contact. So
1: I agree unnecessarily. And again, that's where we come down to it, it. It, it, it doesn't, it's not this guy faking it.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, and here, and here's this, the, the meat and potatoes of it, because we're coming out of COVID where there's a lot of misinformation and lack of trust when it comes to the scientific process. Right. But, we as healthcare providers in hospital and out of hospital use a lot of fentanyl every day. Mm -hmm. And we as providers, paramedics, in hospital, all this stuff are humans and make errors every day. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Then why are there not hundreds of inadvertent exposures to healthcare providers every day?
1: Because this isn't real. Because this is not real. Because because it's not real, and and I and I think that's the way that we'll close it out. It's I mean, not real in the sense it,
0: that it's not an incidental fentanyl exposure opioid right. overdose.
1: And 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 I guess I guess we're the, over the years the things that the, 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 that 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 have stressed me out so much was we saw the girl on Facebook who who said that she saw it wrapped up in a dollar, right? right? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and then she posted something. She got like seven million likes, and yeah. and everybody's calling her a hero. And don't pick up, you know, sh- I don't think that she, ground. I don't think that she made that up. Lester Holt, you know, who's supposed to be a trusted media guy who runs the NBC Nightly News, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, the, ran a story about the fentanyl wrapped up in the dollar as as well. Um, and, you know, I I blame him. I blame mm-hmm. these other media organizations for their, their beat reporters. They they sure. give me a story, give me a story, but I don't know ABC 10 from any other news station. I've never been to San Diego. I don't I don't know their political affiliations or or how their ratings work. But I've got to give it to them for because those doc that the the medical tox, toxicologist who was just on and the professor probably sent them some hate email and said you guys I can't believe you ran this story and blah 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 somebody at ABC10 said we might have jumped the gun here yeah and they had the guts and and the journalistic um integrity, integrity. to yeah. say well let me talk with these subject matter experts and come back and we'll we'll run the right story it's gonna piss off
0: the the sheriff's department mm-hmm. Which and it's, is why they didn't respond to the
1: yeah and it's gonna piss off other people, but that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is wait a second, this is not causing what you're saying that it's causing. And th- we have a duty to inform the public yeah. that that we sent the message that this was an opiate overdose. And there's actually no evidence for that other than other other than mm. that sheriff's department putting out a press release that says they thought that they had a great story one of my guys went down one of my other guys Our training worked saved him the narcan was trained we were trained on this by local mm-hmm. fire or local EMS or the health department this worked this is this is a feel good story mm-hmm. we we need to put out a press release they probably put it out to all the stations or maybe they gave it to ABC 10 cuz they like them I don't know and that first beat reporter that got that said oh let's do this this is sensational right. let's run the story and that's how we get here but Kudos to ABC ABC ten down there in San Diego. And I think my story on calling themselves out
0: is—I mean, it's silly, like because it's not real. Mm. But my story is the education piece because I I work with a lot of good dudes on the with the SWAT team that are still very very fearful every day that they're not going to get to go home because they accidentally come across a tiny bit of fentanyl. Right. And so I try and These are smart people, them. man. I try and re-educate that like you, this isn't something you need to be scared of. Don't eat it. If you find a strange white powder, don't put it in your <laughs> mouth. Don't right? snort it. Don't <laughs> boil <laughs> it and put it right. in your vein. But you're not going to accident. And wear gloves, sure. You don't need to buy the super expensive fentanyl gloves. If you want to wear gloves, it's probably not a bad idea. We, I, we now, as healthcare providers, use universal precautions on all people. It's right. probably not a bad idea for them to either.
1: If you're watching, and I'm probably gonna put a link in the description that says jump ahead to this minute, if you want to see what an opiate overdose, overdose or dead person act- actually looks like. Lennon, what what have you learned about opiates and overdosing today? Just say no, or or you're steered towards ecstasy, or what? What have you learned? I don't know what
0: I'm talking about. Mix it, mix your uppers and downers.
1: You're focused on the switching. Well, you're doing a hell of a job. All right, man. We'll see you in a few weeks. Stay away from the powdery substance. Yeah, yeah, And um, I'm going to see uh, if I can get a bulk order of those fentanyl gloves.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: Do you think that it's true that Stevie Nicks put cocaine in her rear end?
0: Yes, I do.
1: Is there a source for that?
0: Uh, no, but it was very common in the 70s and 80s to sprinkle cocaine.
1: Let him uh, turn your headphones down. Are, we're talking about cocaine and...
0: On your male member. What? Oh, and then sniff it off. No, no, no. On your male member and then have sex with it.
1: Yeah, we can't talk about that. <laughs> You just, you 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 just took you just took it from uh, a monetized video to a demonetized video yep. instantaneously. There, oh, uh, we started. Oh, I don't know. What are you doing?